So, Zach, what would Zach be better at talking about? Probably this thing about Nelly, huh? Uh, Day Tuesday podcast episode 377. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the Cray Stephen Hoffer of podcasting, Tyler Dryblade. <laughs> that's a that's a good one for everybody who knows us and Cray Stephen Hoffer. So like five people, I guess. Well, all of our listeners know him from last week. That's true, that's true. So, like, six people, I guess? Cray, a.k.a. Vine Bigot, <laughs> as everyone is calling him now. Sure. Uh, well, hey, everybody, Cray's not around this week. I'm back. I'm hosting. And uh, we're going to be talking about some old beer and too much beer and the rat beer. And we're going to be talking about all of that with Zach. Hi, Zach. Hey, what's going on? Uh, not too much. I really hope you like these articles, because I picked them knowing that you were going to be here. Um, oh, I was like, amazing. what? What what would Zach want to talk about? And there weren't too many Zach friendly options, so we'll see we'll see what we got. All right, yeah, no, these look promising. Okay. Well, what promising beer do you have on the show today? From Avery Brewing in Boulder, I've got Lily Coe Capolo, a Belgian style white ale with passion fruit and spices. That could be anything, but there's at least some spices in here. Uh, I assume for a Hawaiiany taste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what are we, like, five, it's like five percent, oh, five point four, and it is, you know, light in color, like you'd hope, and there's a nice kind of pale yellow color to the beer, uh, effervescent, uh, foamy white head on that thing, definitely looks like a Belgian-style white to me. Go ahead and take a sip, get some of that Hawaiian-y in your high any. <laughs> I like that. Um, see, I'm drinking it through the wrong end. Um, oh, you're not boofing this one? No, nah, I've been trying to cut back. It's the exact opposite of getting some south in your mouth. Yeah, no, exactly. I think get some mouth in your south would be a good slogan for oral sex if it needed it. <laughs> if it needed to be advertised, like, <laughs> like how milk is advertised. It feels really good, oral sex. <laughs> it's crazy good. Um, is that beer crazy good? Um, it's pretty nice. It's way sweeter than I was expecting. It's very fruity. I feel like, um, other than that one beer I had one time that tastes like a candle, uh, <laughs> very few fruit beers I think are very like fruit forward. Like they kind of have like a whisper of it. Uh, this is like very uh, citrusy and sweet. Like the passion fruit is there. If you're like, what the hell does passion fruit taste like? It's pineapple-y a little bit. I would say it's like very pineapple adjacent. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's super pleasant. All right. Well, it's interesting that you say pineapple adjacent uh, because I have from Miss Pillion River Brewing's Pineapple Express. It is a milkshake style IPA uh, brewed with pineapple, seven point five percent ABV. It came out. It busted on out of here when I cranked it open, and it has a massive, ginormous head. I don't know if maybe it was jostled around or something, but um, it's pretty bizonkers right now. Uh, it is cloudy, as one would imagine. Like I said, big old white head. Different size bubbles for the most part. <sighs> Smells very pineapple Smells like I just cracked open a can of Dole. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty good. I don't know, I kind of expected just more going on, because it's like a pineapple milkshake IPA. But it's just like, you know, it's... Uh, kind of pineapple-y and there are hops in there and I'm like yeah all right fine so I guess I just maybe got to adjust my expectations for this beer I don't know we'll see the real question I guess is is it going to make my sperm taste better hopefully one can only hope and do we have a do we have a before to putting compare it on my sandwiches and I'm like oh oh <laughs> in those lean winter months yeah just have to subsist off of old dried beans and come Titty milk. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah, I, I hope for everyone's sake in your house and for anyone who has to eat your pasta salad that its flavor is improving. Uh, Sam, I realize that I just completely interrupted you to say that thing that nobody wanted. So go ahead. Go ahead and start over with whatever your question was. Well, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if, like, scientifically speaking, if you had a before, like a control to compare. Yeah. And I was going to do a whole thing about Becca, but now, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of just want to go home. You are you home. home. You Fuck. can't escape from this. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you can try to dull your, your feelings with some beer, though. What beer do you have? Oh, boy. I hope this is a style of beer that I enjoy. I'll have to check what I have. Uh-oh. This is from Spice Trade Brewing. This is their hashtag PSL pumpkin spice latte. Oh, no. And now, I couldn't get out of uh, this current season without having one pumpkin beer on the show even though i don't like them but the thing is about that how when i poured it the first thought i had was uh turkey sandwich and it took me a second to figure out why why the the first sense memory that came to me was turkey sandwich and it's because don't get excited tyler you're making it seem like you think it's a good thing it's largely because i don't think turkey is very flavorful so when i so when you get down i'm a ham man a big ham man i'm a bad jew when you get down to it, the uh, the smell of a turkey sandwich is bread, and that's what it was. This smells. This beer smells like wheat bread. Oh, okay. There's a little bit of pumpkin spice into it, but only like when I'm looking for it because I know it's there, which is fucking strange. Um, it does taste pumpkin spicy. Um, with the whole pumpkin spice latte thing, I was expecting more sweetness and creaminess and milkiness. This. It was more of just a hashtag pumpkin spice lager or something. That uh, don't know if this is ailed or lagered. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, <laughs> it says there's coffee in it. I don't taste any coffee at all. It says there's lactose and vanilla, and I don't taste those at all. This just tastes like uh, a really basic-ass pumpkin beer. And you know what? I've done my job for the season. I've had a pumpkin beer double check make sure i don't like it nope still don't like it great nice so you paid your tax yes uh well that's good you know i know sometimes we get sick of having just kind of standard beers so let's go to news.ncsu.edu for this article brewing up ancient beer uh we've done a couple stories about ancient beer so this is kind of more just an overview this is an inst- uh, uh, excuse me an interview with Tate Paulette. Oh, that must have been hard growing up. He is an assistant professor at NC State's Department of History and studies urban food systems in the ancient world. And he uh, was one of the nerdlingers brought on board to do like a Sumerian beer type dealio. So they talked to him about why he likes ancient beer and why he thinks it's important. I don't care about any of that. What really captured me here was if you scroll down, they've got a picture of this ancient beer he worked on, Eniku, and it looks, or Enik Brew, excuse me, uh, and it looks just fucking gross. Just take a look at that and tell me what you think. It looks like um, you let the ice melt in your eggnog. Yeah. It looks like the backwash part of, like, uh, Bailey's. It looks like a sperm sample. (laughs) That's true, too. Like, I would say it looks like milk, but there is a definitely like a yellowish tint to it that just really grosses me out. Yeah, uh, apparently I feel like we've, we've made strides in the last, you know, what like seven thousand years, and beer's gotten slightly better. So apparently, it's murky and slightly sour. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so curious how he gets this color, like because it seems like. I guess I, I just I don't know I don't know where this comes from. It, like, it, is it grains? Because grains aren't this color. Great. No. And what is the, what is the primary malt in this that gives it this color? Is it rice? Because that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, barley. Do they bleach it? Why is it this color? <laughs> no, it's gone bad. Because um, even if you apparently- use the the palest of the pale malts it's way darker than this and less uh, opaque as well also, i think there's some date syrup in there as well if that helps you at all i can't tell you that it does it was of course i think got some some bop beer 
Looks like they put some bop beer in there. Oh, yeah. Just classic looks classic like a, bop beer. Plump leaves. <laughs> classic bop beer. I don't know what bop beer is. What is bop beer? Control it, that bop beer. A baked good. It's a an, an ambiguous, enigmatic baked good. A red-like to... ingredient. So, bop beer is basically just wort, I guess. Something weird. Doesn't really answer the question. Uh, so... Apparently, the uh, Sumerians used to drink their beer family style out of these big clay pots with straws. So they were just sitting around sucking down this uh, clockwork orange type fight milk with straws, <laughs> which is just weird as hell to me. Now, before you get too judgy, I'm sure this isn't happening anymore in these The Quarant Times, but there's a, a, a bar in downtown Madison called Wando's where their main drink is is called the fishbowl which is just a fishbowl filled with yeah. it's essentially jungle juice and they just serve yeah. it with 10 straws in there no i know that's a thing that happens but like most of the time that's not how people are imbibing well although, i think probably uw freshmen most of the time that's how they're imbibing well i will say though that the sumerians were quite like us in other ways because he describes a bunch of sumerian art in which people are plowing while also sucking down beer and i don't mean cultivating land Nice. Just over the shoulder. That's why they had such long straws. <laughs> That's true. Knock it over. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. You know what? I'm coming around. You got me. I'm, like, more surprised they've invented straws. I know it's, like, stupid, but I'm like, uh, Apparently, they, they just used hollowed-out reeds. You know, reeds oh, are yeah. basically hollow anyway, so you just chop those bitches. They were like, this is fine to us. Yeah. Maybe you need to drink it through a reed. Like, it kind of filters out some of the gunk. Right. Uh, in there as you're drinking it all of whatever that horrible yellow is man there's all this fucking <laughs> environmental stuff about single-use plastics why don't we just have a bunch of reed farms fix this problem right quick oh, I for saw... sure. we should just chop down all these wetlands get those reeds so we can have our beverages <laughs> i saw some company that was like coming out with like a prototype like disposable plate that was made out of leaves and I was like, didn't we kill, like, a whole bunch of people because they were doing this instead of using porcelain? <laughs> Those fucking animals. Depends right what you mean by we. Well, just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not taking any more blame for uh, other white people's shit. I'm going to start being deflecting. But the, you know, I'm going to let the other half of the white delegation speak to uh, these crimes, Belgium. <laughs> and then they're like, Us? yeah, we fucking remember Belgium, you psychos. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so shout out to Belgium being like super evil and somehow getting off scot free. Right under the rainbow flag. Just right yeah, under the rainbow flag. Not have a flag. Who was it? Leopold, I think. Mm -hmm. It's like I sure the love mur sure love murdering Africans all over the place. Yeah, they're lucky as fuck Indiana Jones never fought Belgians. Otherwise no one would have forgotten. True. I think it's this for the same reason as like uh the Harvey Weinstein thing was a really big deal, but, like, if some random school bus driver gets molesty, you don't hear about it. In this in this analogy, uh, Belgium is a school bus driver. Oh, okay. And we're Harvey Weinstein. Yes! Right. We are. <laughs> oh, so we we being like, Americans. So you're saying, like, Guyana could go and, like... I don't know, nuke somebody, and they'd be like, "Oh, who? Whatever." Well, no big deal. I mean, nuking. But if I... we did it, as long as they're as long as they're not nuking white people, no one in America cares. So Guyana versus Suriname, no problem. For all I know, that's already happening. Okay. <laughs> Where do you those countries are located? Top of South America. We're, we're really. I feel like we've been on this article too long. We should really move on. Just take a guess. Uh, the thing is that no matter how I'm wrong, it's racist. Does that give me any credit? So yeah, well, we'll, America, just, maybe. we'll just move on because you're so uncomfortable. I always thought both of those countries were in West Africa, uh, but Zach is completely right. Top of South America. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Good job, Zach. Way to go, bud. Yep, I uh, used to know the capital of every country on earth, and now I don't. What's but... the capital of Bolivia? Um, La, Paz La Paz. Everybody knows that. There's two. No, there's two. La Paz I and know. Capitals. It's just it's from Friends, which I'm oh. sad. I know. That's all. That's all. I thought you were trying to trick me by picking the one with two capitals. I was like, Haha, I got them both. No, I wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. Thank you. 
yeah, so uh, do, I wouldn't drink this gross ancient beer. It's gross. But uh, I would because yeah, I'm gross. Also, bad back then it was hard. Yeah, I don't think I would be drinking in a post-apocalyptic time. It brings down your reaction time and your uh, intelligence, and it dehydrates you. No, thank you. I'd just be chief in the kind all over the place. My life wouldn't. <laughs> my life wouldn't fundamentally change in the apocalypse. I feel like it has to. Um also slow your reaction time to be really high <laughs> and make you paranoid i feel like like at some point though i would definitely drink in a post-apocalypse like not like all the time but if we found like a stat like if i found a liquor store that was like i could lock the doors and just have a night with like, my crew we would just get absolutely ripped and then uh drink some dirty water or like some turtle blood or something weird and, and just get back going the next day. I mean, sure. in, in those apocalypse times, obviously water is really important, but so is food. At some point, you just have to be like, these are calories and we need those. Yeah. This is calories, he said, angrily, dr like drunkenly shouting in his survival party. Calories! Hey, Sam, please. <laughs> uh, Tyler, I want to pivot back for a second to how you said that this was gross and you wouldn't drink it. Do you know what story I'm about to tell? I don't know. When did I drink something really gross that you're going to shame me about? In in college, you just found uh, either a cup or a can on a table, like, after a frat party was over and drank it, and then and then were somewhat confident that it was pee. <laughs> what? Well, that's not good. You were like, ah, oh, I'm pretty sure that was pee, and you stopped drinking it. I don't... Okay, there are two things I don't like about that story. Number one, that I might have drank pee. And number two, that I don't really remember this. No, none of those things reflect well on me. Uh, te text Rainer. It'll be the first time he's heard from you in years, and it'll be a great reminder of your friendship. I, I feel like that was uh, that was during one of your Rainer nights. That makes sense, I guess. Huh, were yeah. you there, or did I tell you about this? No, Rainer told me about it. Oh, Rainer told you about it. Okay, I gotta ask him. Yeah, don't remember that. Um, to Rainer, it was it was the night Tyler drank pee. But to Tyler, that's just a Friday night. Right, right, right. Expected to remember all of these things. I, I filtered it through a sock, so you know it's no big deal. <laughs> and and for me, I think it was probably a night that I stayed in because I wasn't drinking yet because I thought I was too good for drinking. Yeah, that went on for like, like shorter than it always feels like it did yeah it was probably like a month and a half yeah but i'm like oh man sam was so uncool for like most of freshman year <laughs> just kidding what have you been up to in your cool life samuel um well actually what an oddly great transition to lame non-drinking because uh, what i have for you today is a sidekick i have a bonus beer kind of Ooh. this is Brewdog. Hazy AF, non-alcoholic edition. Ah. So. So if this tastes like shit, is it because it's spoiled or is it because it's non-alcoholic? Or is it because it's brew dog? I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. Or is so it because? Options. Or is it because it's a hazy? I don't even like hazies. So many options. Three stacks in preparation for being able to drink again has started to accumulate non-alcoholic beers because it's actually oh. generally about 0.5%. Yeah. Um, because she's small enough as it is and will have no tolerance and also will have to breastfeed, presumably. Uh, so she has a stockpile so she can ramp back up on beer and I have already started pilfering from it. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought she was like, you were saying she was concerned that she would get drunk on 0.5%. And I was like, I'd be really impressed. I, I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised. She definitely like, I think like she's always got like a 10 percenter in hand. Like, right. in her prime. Yeah. yeah, but she hasn't drank in nine months. I don't know. I She's feel, out of shape. I, I mean, maybe. I think she could take, she take a butt heavy. Just take it straight to the veins post-baby. I guess post-breastfeeding. I don't know. I don't know what the rules the, are. The, well, there, there are all these things uh, about um, the, the various things that women miss while pregnant. So, like, wine is a big one. But also, like, you can't have deli meats unless they're sufficiently heated. Because of, like, bacteria? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you could have a toasted sub, but you couldn't just have, like, you couldn't just get deli meat and make a sandwich. So, there are there are pictures uh, that are interesting 
uh, on um, these all of these she's on all these fucking baby apps now um, but there's one of uh, a woman um, feeding her newborn for the first time and her husband is uh, feeding her a turkey sandwich because she because she missed turkey so much she missed cold that. turkey that much yeah People are dumb, and we shouldn't exist. I just yeah. imagined a lot of people pan-frying a bunch of bologna. They're like, I need this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't Fried bologna's good. I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just don't know, Samuel. We're a dumb species. What can I say? Fried bologna is like McNuggets. It's like the same tier of food to me. It's like a chicken McNugget. Uh, where it's not bad. It's just I eat it, and I go, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how I feel about dolphin. What? You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, exactly. I shouldn't be eating this dolphin. Out. They don't look delicious to me at all. They look bad. Like I would, as far as like animals I want to eat, they're like really low on the list. What's the animal you most want to eat? I know mine immediately. Oh God. Um, I think it would be pretty cool to eat. I feel like panda would be really good. I feel like you could treat panda the same way you treat pork. Like you could do like bait like panda bacon. I feel like yeah. that'd be amazing. Like they're so fat and dumb. Like, <laughs> and I wouldn't feel bad at all about eating a panda. I, I bet mean, they'd be delicious. They never move, so it'd probably be like veal. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like veal. Only I fucking hate them way more than I hate cows. <laughs> I also hate pandas, Zach. That's great. That's excellent. We hate the same stuff. That's why we're friends. Right, right, right. Oh, um, <laughs> Sam, what animal would you want to eat? For whatever reason, zebra comes to mind. I, I think... Okay, see, that's why we're friends right there. Zebra is what I want to eat the oh. most. It's because those stripes make things look so delicious. I think that I just must have in a, um, in some nature documentary, like you watch a lion take down a zebra and it just looks really good. Yeah. I think I just, <laughs> I think, I think I must have seen one of them when I was eight and it imprinted on me. Yeah. Zebra is also my answer. Wow, that's craziness. But anyway, I was at. So how's that? How's that NA beer? Oh, I think I forgot that I tasted it, which isn't a good sign. <laughs> to its credit, I think if I hadn't known it was NA, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay, that's good. It tastes really low on hops, but it's hard to tell whether that's an NA thing or a hazy beers aren't hoppy enough thing. Mm-hmm. I think that it. It succeeds at its task of being, you know, an imitation beer. Okay. All right. Well, that's, all, I guess, all you're looking for there, right? Yeah. All righty. Great. So let's see what we got here. Um, it's not an imitation at all, but it's something that I think is very odd. Uh, our next article comes from foxbusiness.com. Rapper Nelly touched by beer can shout out from Budweiser. Something to live up to. So, uh, Budweiser is rolling out a limited edition series of tall boy cans in honor of Nelly and the 20th anniversary of his debut album, Country Grammar. It's got a label with some Nelly stuff on it, and Nelly apparently feels like now he's really got to live up to this Budweiser beer they did. He's got something to prove now. Um, but I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. The way this so, article makes it seem is that he was very surprised to see this. But there's no way that's the case. They must have consulted him about they, this or else they'd get their dick suit off. Then right. they used his image and likeness without telling him. And he's like, man, what an honor. <laughs> Dude, you have to ask you before they just fucking print your face on the beer can. So yeah. either he already knew about it and, you know, whatever, or... His publicist is stealing money from him and just did this on the low. <laughs> now he's like, just doesn't understand the rules. Uh, it looks pretty dope, but I feel like I can't tell if they have the band-aid on there or not. I'm going to have to click on the Instagram thing just to zoom in. I'm absolutely uh, not going to get it if there's no band-aid. Because if there's no band-aid on it, it's like a rookie card. It's like a Nelly rookie card. Enhance. Well, I, guess that would make it Enhance. Enough, but... I think it might be there. I see. It's hard to tell if it's just light. It's because the light source is from the top, right? It's hard to tell. Oh, I, I think I was actually looking at the other cheek because I see what looks like 
the faintest of shadows on his left, our right side. All right, at two hundred percent. Oh, the resolution's not. It's not enough for me to tell. I can't tell if he's got a bandaid on or not. Just text him. But this is weird. This is a weird thing to do, especially like a St. Louis only product. Right. Like, sure. That Nelly, great. Yeah, that's fine. But like, uh, do they do this for anybody else? How did this come about? Why? 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 Well, apparently he's from the Lou <laughs> and he's proud. I sure. So does that does that not answer your question? I can't tell you like, anyone else from St. Louis. If they were like, we're gonna do this thing where we like, you know, do cans in order of in honor of like famous, you know, hip hop rap stars or whatever. Okay, sure. But like just Nelly and just in St. Louis, like if they like, man, we got a corner that St. Louis market. What if what can we do that'll hit them right there? You know, I I don't know. So, do you think it's, like, St. Louis icons, like, the spirit of St. Louis and Nelly are, like, the two the two right. cans? It's, like, an airplane and then him. I'm, like, also, I think they might have put the Band-Aid directly on, uh, right under And I'm Proud, into the, like, it might just be literally on the can itself. My oh, head I think you're right. So, that is, is cool. I will give him that. There's a lot of text on this can, which I think is crazy. Like, how much, they've, like, writing they've packed onto this label. Um, it looks like the Declaration of Independence, or, like, an old-timey map. It is covered, absolutely covered in text. It looks and like Nelly it should say, like, uh, there be dragons somewhere on here. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it's, like, the, Nelly's quote, uh, but it's really dope, and it's what you work for, and it's definitely something to live up to and something to continue is it what you work for? Do you think he set out as a child with a dream writing country grammar? And he's like, one day they'll put me on a bud heavy can. And they're like, what? That's not a, a, a path you can even take. Right. Uh, I think at career so day, he was like, this is my main goal. And they were like, we don't know what to tell you, Nelly, whatever your real name is. Only the St. Lunatics believed in him. Uh, so Tyler, I just want to pivot back to your question from a second ago. I was... I thought that this was the case, and you were so incredulous that I wanted to Google double check it. Uh, Budweiser's from St. Louis. Does that help you at all with your confusion? Okay, I mean that clears things up a little bit. So they're going to do a hometown hero. That's fine. But again, this needs to be a series for me to really understand what's going on here. I think it would be serious if anyone of note ever came out of St. Louis <laughs> other than this guy. <laughs> Do they have – where's that arch? Where's that big-ass arch at? That That is St. Louis. Well, do something with an arch. I don't know. Just – I'm no disrespect to Nelly. I'm not trying to shade Nelly. I just don't get why they singled him out. Um. So if I were to – I wanted to Google uh, famous people from St. Louis to see who <laughs> else they could put on these cans. And, and it so auto-corrected to, to Nelly. Names. You just let me know if they are better or worse than Nelly. We'll just okay. do a thumbs up, thumbs down. If they're okay. better than Nelly or worse. Adolf so, Chingy. Never heard of him. Oh. Uh, that sounds, the name sounds racist, so I'm going to go with thumbs down. Chingy, also a hip-hop artist from St. Louis. Pretty sure he had the Holiday Inn song. Oh. Or everybody in the club getting tipsy, I forget. There's a whole little pocket of hip-hop that sounded exactly like that. Taylor Momsen. Don't know who that is. Guess I don't know if that is either. Um, Jibs. <laughs> Someone named Jibs. Now, uh, Tyler, are you ready to admit defeat? Um, what about, though? Wrong note, Vincent Price. Vincent fucking Price. I want his ass on a camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Vince Price. That'd be a spooky-ass beer. Oh, I would love it. It would call, like, 13 beers of Scooby-Doo, and then uh, they would have a whole Vincent Price-themed line. Josephine Baker is someone whose name I've heard before, but I don't recall from She's where. She's an old-timey, old-timey famous person. Jaquan, which might be a... Jaquan, what do you do? Is he Raekwon's cousin? Yeah, he must be. No! Oh, Tipsy was Jaquan. That's why I was getting confused. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, Jaquan did Tipsy, and Chingy had Right There and Holiday Inn. Oh, how could I forget Right There? Yep, yep, yep. Man. Um, also, it's, uh, this is Joe just... Torrey, not the manager of the Yankees, but the director of Tales from the Hood. Ah. This talk about that era of rap 
just makes me feel like all of the people that I talked to back then that were like, yeah, all rap's garbage. I still think they were wrong, but I totally see where they are coming from. If all you've heard is right there, I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. Rap does sound stupid. Wait, wait, wait. Another rap icon from St. Louis, Jibs, uh, did Chain Hang Low. Ah. And that was Jibs featuring Jibs. Is who's credited on that. Is that the one that has the uh, ice cream song tune? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. Yep. 100%. Nice. I always like to revisit middle school every once in a while. So yeah, a hundred percent. Nelly is other than Vincent Price, who I would uh, go back in time and let live a thousand million years to discover the <laughs> view. Um, it seems like yes, Nelly is the only person of note from St. Louis, and everybody else is just a worse Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's fair. You got me. So, yeah, none of us will be able to get this, I guess. But who knows? Maybe they'll come out with some a Vincent Price beer and my life will feel complete. If you got your hands on one of these, would you uh, drink it or would you proudly display it in your house? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who keeps the beer unopened. Like, the one time I went to a beer release, I hated it because everybody was just talking about how they were going to, like, put it in their basement and never touch it. And I was like, I'm going to drink it tonight for a beer show. That nobody listens to, like a fucking idiot. And they were like, "Hey, they're like, hey man, don't get that so down on yourself. Are you okay?" But uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm a drinker, not a saver. That's what beer's for. Yeah, drinking while plowing, according to the Sumerian. <laughs> yeah, I need my long straw so I can reach it over my that lady. Long straw. <laughs> oh man, they were awesome back in Mesopotamia. Yeah, man. I love sacrificing kids. It's awesome. <laughs> Did they do that too? Yeah. Did they? To the god Moloch. You could be making that up. That could be a made-up name. I could be, but I'm not. Hey, He's looking at I, Moloch. He I'm, doesn't trust me. I'm curious. I'm Is the oh. mic picking this up? No. Okay. Barley was really aggressively licking his asshole. I'm not <laughs> sure if you could hear it. <laughs> Oh, did you look up Moloch? You're realizing how wrong you are? I'm wrong. Also, yeah. though, definitely the he- from the Hebrew root meaning king. That I can tell right away. Uh, sure, sure. Interesting. Classic Canaanite. Canaanite god. Not necessarily Mesopotamian. Not the same. Uh... I said Sumerian. Canaanites still aren't Bored. Sumer. Oh, well. Bored. Sam, Sam I'm going to sacrifice you. You gotta get your hands on me first, and I'm all oiled up, twenty four seven. How good a so Zach? How good? How good a crop cycle do you think I could get from Sam? He's like not in prime. Sam, Sam's got some tread on his tires. I don't know. I know. Like I don't know. You can probably get like an okay, right? Like uh, a moderate successful crop uh, from Sam. I think I could get. I think I could get seventy five percent crop yield off of a Sam sacrifice. If, if if I had to sacrifice one person I knew to get like the best crops. I think I'd pick Liz, because <laughs> she's she's just objectively I think like of, of like higher quality uh, yeah. than most of the people I know. You know what really will show you that that Liz is the right answer is if we tell Liz that instead of being disgusted she will be touched. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, I know, I know who I'd sacrifice. That dude Andrew I work with. He's, <laughs> he's a hella Christian, so Moloch is gonna like taking him from Christ, and yeah. also. Also, he's a verge, so he's got that pure blood. I don't think Moloch's going to want to go on an eter- eternal series of mandates with Andrew based on how it sounded like he went. As long as they don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings, it'll be fine. <laughs> Moloch's like, fuck, it's so close. <laughs> the wings here are a B minus, just good enough to eat. Yeah, but they're really. Geography is an A plus. Yeah, so uh, right off the highway, how could I say no? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Zach, do you want to tell us something that's going on before we do our last article? Sure. I guess since I've been on the podcast, I went to a socially distant wedding where I was the best man. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it Welcome was really to the awesome. club. Oh. Yeah, it was cool. I It's the only time looking at my friend group that I will be someone's best man. So it was, it was just really exciting. And it was a mixed, it was a mixed, uh, grooms party. Uh, so I was really like best person. So like there were women up for the job too. And I beat everybody. Nice. Uh, 
and including the groom's younger brother. I was like, look, I've known you longer than that kid, so if he gets it, I'm going to be fucking mad. Uh, but yeah, it was for my lifelong best friend. And it was cool, but it was like writing this speech, I feel like, is a really like, if you do it right, people aren't going to think too much about it. But I've been to weddings where like the speeches were just really bad or like really long or like just like, kind of missed the mark or just like, yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like there was a lot, it was like a weird kind of zone to find it in where it's like, you have to make it like entertaining enough and short enough to kind of keep the night going, but also yeah. express some like some good love. Some, some actual feelings, which was the hardest part for me. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, think, cool. I think during your best me, best man speech for me, you were saying that I would be an okay sacrifice for Moloch. And I don't know that that line really <laughs> landed. Um, no, Sam, I, like, I, good, Tyler. I remember yours. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, not to toot my own horn, also thought mine was good. Um, <laughs> Sam, am I, am I your only shot, or do you think somebody else would put you up there? Uh, no, I was, I was actually thinking about this, how uh, you're my only shot, and it'll probably never happen. And also, you have a younger brother, but there's, there's no way he gets picked over me. That's correct. You're, you're right about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But that's cool. Um, so... Was it actually socially distanced? People keep apart, or is it like air quotes? It was. It was the best of the ones that I've been to in terms of like sticking to it. It's like the whole ceremony was outside. Um, everybody was six feet apart. Everybody had masks on the whole time. Yeah. Uh, except for the only thing I think it's impossible to do this was like the actual like meal itself. Like, oh yeah. They, yeah. We were in a group of like four, so it was me and Top Gun and another couple. Yeah. Um, and then we were like way far away from every other like little cluster. So basically, the only people we like were at, in like close exposure to were this other couple that I know. Yeah. Um, so it was the best of any of the ones I've I've been to since COVID started in terms of like actually sticking with it. That's cool. That's nice. Well, congrats on your friend getting married. Congrats on getting to be best man. Thank you. It felt amazing. People laughed at the right time. The speech was like a tight three minutes. Like, Good. Yeah. It was all there. A quick, just a quick set, you know. A hundred percent. The thing is, no one said anything weird. I'm trying to think of anything funny happened or anything weird happened. Nothing really. One of the people at the wedding is a burlesque teacher. Sure. Um, and, and this dude fucking like shook some booty on the dance floor, like like crumping and twerking, and it was like very impressive and like well done. And I was like, damn, like they fucking got busy. You can be a male burlesque teacher. I guess so. You can do anything. This apparently. is 2020, Sam. You can, men yeah. can do that. <laughs> anything women uh, can do, men can do better. Uh, Wait, I, no, that's not what I meant to say. I, I just, I have a, a friend out here who's who participates or probably doesn't anymore, but at one point participated in burlesque stuff and like uh, the performances you're just not allowed to go to if you're a dude. So like, what? Her boyfriend wasn't invited. Emily went. I dropped her off because I wasn't invited, didn't really want to go, but it's, I think the whole idea is it's supposed to be like a feminine empowerment thing. And if the, if the dudes are staring at you, then you're being objectified as opposed to, I I don't know. I'm not going to actually try and uh, piece the logic together, but that whole, that's like my only uh, knowledge of burlesque that isn't from old movies or whatever. So I thought that the, the it was a, a much more enclosed scene. Where you are. I don't know. I guess. No. It's crazy shit. Uh, some other crazy shit that's been going down in the world comes to us from TheGuardian.com. Heineken fined two million pounds for making pubs sell, quote, unreasonable amounts of its beer. So this, uh, I believe, has to do with what's going on in the UK. So... I don't know how their laws exactly square up to ours, but basically Heineken got caught cheating. They were pressuring a lot of the um, like pubs that they work with basically to to have to uh, sell more Heineken stuff than competitors stuff. Uh, apparently if Heineken was found to have imposed unfair conditions on landlords who sought to go free of tie so they, they don't have to like – they were trying to get out of a process – to break a uh, an arrangement where they get reduced rents in return for stocking certain products, and Heineken was like, "Well, if you do that, we're gonna impose these other things." So they got fined two million pounds. 
So it's kind of like they were blackmailing them into selling more of their product? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it should be allowed. I'm amazed they were able to actually sell that much Heineken because of how it tastes. It's it's horrible. As, as far as beers that should not come in green bottles, like, I know it's their thing, but it's like, I feel like you can get a Heineken right out of the fucking factory and it's going to taste all skunked. Like, I don't know what they do to it that makes it taste so bad. I actually had it's a horrible. Heineken uh, at the Heineken brewery uh, and thought it tasted exactly like Heineken and Three Stacks said it tasted much better. Hmm. So who knows? Who knows who to believe? Not not I. Oh, you know what she can start doing? Three Stacks can start telling you an argument, Sam, that as a mother, she feels a certain way. Oh, no. Right? So she's now just gotten a thousand plus argument points. As soon as this kid comes out, as a mother, I feel like that Heineken tasted better. As a mother, <laughs> as a mother, I feel like you should make dinner. <laughs> can i use as a father does as a father give me anything like i guess not against her but against other against people her. maybe yeah against well, people who don't have kids you might get some leverage so against you for instance no i'm not gonna listen to you either way as a father i think i should eat the zebra first <laughs> um, well i feel like you get a father opinion on like how to handle like schoolyard fights and, like, yeah. what meat goes on the or face like, to, like, put swelling down. Or, like, repairing the doghouse. <laughs> we don't put our dogs in a doghouse. It's not the 60s. Yeah, who thought that was a good idea? Jesus. People who are like, dogs smell like shit, leave them outside. And then we're confused why they smelled like shit. Yo, it's because yeah. it rains out there. Yeah. It's crazy nonsense. So they got fined 2 million pounds, which sounds a lot. I would like to know how much of their, like... How, how long it takes Heineken to earn two million pounds? Because I have to imagine it's like a day and a half. I was going to say it's measured in minutes, but I, I'm basing that on nothing. Yeah. Order earnings for Heineken. Let's just see. Oh, God. Such a hard-to-spell beer. It's worth noting that Heineken is a huge deal in Europe as opposed to here. Like, obviously, you can get it here, but I feel like in the same way as, like, Every bar you go to has, like, Miller and Bud on tap. Every yeah. every bar you go to in anywhere in Europe I've been has Heineken on tap. Huh. Oh, God, I can't read these charts. Heineken and <laughs> Guinness. They're so boring. I gotta Miller, say... Is it funny? So, I think I, I, think I found an annual... Uh, oh, sales, net sales per quarter, uh, the... So we were at 9,000 million euro in sales. We're talking like 9 billion euro in actual sales in the first quarter of 2020. So, yeah. I don't know the, I don't know the pounds to euro conversion. I imagine it's comparable. Uh, pounds are more than euro. I would say it's probably like 1 to 1.5. It's my guess. So it's like, it, it, this is not much. Like It's like comparable. It's not... Oh no! I was wrong. A pound is one point one euro. But I'm just I'm just saying. So like, what they got fined is not that much. They'll they'll make that back in a few weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Easy. Cool. 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 Easy. Cool. Easy. Cool. 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 All right. So good. Good. We ended on a light, uplifting note. That's good. Solid. Solid stuff. Wait, we ended, but we didn't hear about your content. My yeah. content. What do you want to What do you want to talk about? I also actually kind of went to a wedding. But not really, not the ceremony. Somebody that Becca and kind of I worked with at Parks got married and invited us to, like, the reception afterwards. So we went to that, and it was fine. Uh, I don't, I personally, I really don't like mixing my work life with my home life. Like, I don't like my coworkers to know when my birthday is and shit like that. I just don't enjoy <laughs> it. But we went to this thing, and there were a bunch of my coworkers there, and it was whatever. It was fine. But the DJ fucking sucked. I was going to maybe mention this earlier when we were talking about old-timey music, but I didn't. But he was playing just, like, like yeah, like, shitty old, like, rap songs, basically. And he just kept finding the shittiest ones. But he played, like, one or two that I remember from college. And I was like, oh, like, I can kind of, I guess, understand why people get stuck listening to, like, music from a certain era. Because being ten years out, essentially, from college now, it did very strongly bring back some things I hadn't thought of for a while. 
So I was like, this music sucks, but I understand why people, I guess, would listen to terrible music from when they were X age. I'm really curious what the music from X age you hated and the music from YA, Y age you understood were. Like, are these, I, I'm a little afraid you're going to say, oh, it was all Wu-Tang Clan, and I'm going to be like, I hate you. <laughs> no, it was like, um, Becca, what was some of the shitty music that was played? Did they play down with OPP? I like OPP. Okay. That's a good song. They played, they didn't play, uh, Shoop, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, Shoop's fun. They played Cotton Eye Joe. No, like, like the old crappy rap songs they were playing. I would argue that Cotton Eye Joe is a rap song. Uh, Ooh. Because I like hot takes that don't make sense. No, I think it is rap. I don't know. I can't remember any of like the really older stuff. They played a bunch of like DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to jump in and defend him, Zach. I feel like you I feel like you like him a little bit. I I kind of I think he's kind of funny as a person, even though he said he wouldn't go down on his wife, which is stupid as hell. Um but because he got one time was out on his uh, like uh, jet ski and got lost on the ocean and was live tweeting himself being lost in the ocean for like three hours and I thought that I was wanted deeply... him to die on like a desert island so bad because of those live tweets like him and his live tweet on like an island would be so amazing right. yeah because he was just like in some serious trouble but he was being pretty fucking funny on this jet ski like it was nighttime. So I kind of respect him for that, but hate basically everything else I, about him. I could imagine him uh, being, like, on Instagram Live, like, yo, it's me, DJ Khaled. I'm dehydrated, so I'm drinking my own piss. <laughs> you know, as kings do. I, I feel like... Um, it's gold. Fit if for you're going to be a, a public fat guy and say that you don't eat something... Like, you're just opening yourself up for so many easy jokes. Like, the low-hanging fruit on him not going down on his wife was so great. Of just, like, it's like when people say something like diabetes runs in their family, and you, you get to say, nobody runs in your family. Like, it's just, it was just one of those, but, like, oh, look, and look, oh, there's, there's something you won't eat. And he's just now, like, this, oh. is, this, I think, is a couple weeks old, but, uh, Zach, I want to talk about it with you. Were you were you aware of all the internet buzz uh, about Ben Shapiro and his wife when WAP came out? Oh yeah. Also, <laughs> can uh, you catch me up on this? I don't know what the fuck you're talking D &D. about. We stopped playing D and D to listen to a video of Gilbert Godfrey reading the lyrics uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago because it, it sounds like exactly what you think it sounds like, and it's so funny. Like it's endlessly funny. So Sam, you know WAP, right? Yes. The song mostly so, mostly through Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, which is how I get most of my uh, contemporary rap knowledge, but yeah. Ben Shapiro, ben Shapiro tweeted something about how like he was really concerned for like uh, who was it, Cardi B and the other lady who recorded it because according to his, yeah, because according to his doctor wife, like uh, like over like too much moisture in the vaginal areas is like a sign of serious disease, and it was like ah, Ben Shapiro's wife has a dry vag ah. <laughs> so good yeah he sucks also he like sucks. it's poetic license you know you shouldn't they know you shouldn't literally need a bucket and a mop like you know also what's what's a bucket gonna do that's like you're gonna wring out the mop in there like you don't <laughs> want to add more moisture to it you just need a mop you just soak it up get some paper towels uh no. it'll be fine well don't put a mop there because that's you're gonna get an infection if you do that <laughs> according uh, to ben Shapiro's wife they already have an infection it's true. Um, I think, like, the the best thing, it's one of those songs where I feel like my dumb Trump relatives have latched onto it as, like, a symbol of, like, what's wrong with society. Like, yeah. WAP is the new, like, I don't know, the Beatles, I want to hold your hand. It's like yeah. that now, <laughs> where it's like, they're like, I don't think kids should be listening to this. And I was like, First of all, no one fucking asked you, and obviously it's not for kids. Like, media is not <laughs> created for kids all the time. Like, how about you just tell your kid not to listen to it, and when it's on the radio, half the song is silence. Like, th there's a whole verse in the song where Cardi B just goes, I want to, and it's just noise. It's, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, and it's like they just, they don't have any of the song on the radio anymore. It's like fuck your kids. Like this song's about wet ass pussy, and that's what we're that's what we want to hear about right now. Your kid doesn't even understand what this what this is about. They're just concerned about the cat. 
<laughs> Boo. They're probably drowning a bag of cats in a river, like an old country. But uh, I, I do find it weird that all these people who are like, you know, personal responsibility, you got to take responsibility for your, your life. Like, it's impossible to stop my child from listening to X or playing Y or, you know, seeing Z. Like, well, don't buy them the video game or CD or let them watch that channel, you oaf. I remember um, I w- we went to see – I was probably – I must have been in, like, high school. Uh, we went to see Casino Royale in theaters. Um, and there's a scene in Casino Royale where James Bond drowns a man in the sink. Uh-huh. Uh, like, and they show the whole thing. Like, he fucking, like, pushes the life out of him in, the, in this old dirty sink. And um, I was like, holy fucking shit. And some lady turns on, she's like, language. And she pointed to her small child. I was like, your kid just saw someone get murdered. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't think this is what's gonna fuck them up. Man, we had we had the same fucking experience in college. Is uh, we were is before the movie started. Um, we were talking and there was some cussing, and then I saw a uh, a dude with his kid who was probably like ten, and I was like, "Hey, there's like a kid over there. We should like mellow out." And the guy was like really sassly, was like, "Yeah, you should." And then I was like, "Wait a minute." what fucking movie are we at this is Watchmen. like yeah have you read the comics like people get hit in the head with axes until they're dead in this movie what you see some big blue dong bro and you're worried about me over here there's a ton of blue dick in that movie like yeah i would say there's exactly the right amount of blue dick in that movie <laughs> um i feel like it's just funny that he was like yeah my dick's out now that's what i do that's like my thing now i mean it it makes sense for his character his whole thing is like he's beyond human shit so like of course he doesn't care why about does he even have a dick why well that's actually a good point but it, it, more like more like your concerns are beneath me i like who cares if i'm nude you're fools you ever notices notice how the houses are always colonials and the penises are always circumcised <laughs> I mean, that's how we should. That's the the foreskin is proof that there's no intelligent design. Yeah. Uh, the same way, like it just looks nicer with a little haircut. Uh, like I will not be getting my kid if there's a kid that has this situation. Uh, I don't think I'd get my kid circumcised because it just feels weird to like make that call for a baby. But like, I'll I think I'll have the talk with them when they're like 13, 14. I was like, if you want to like have like a nice looking dick, like we can fix it. <laughs> but I wanted to give you the choice, son. One uh, of my first three thoughts when uh, I found out that uh, the kid we're having as a girl was like, "Nice, that's a decision I don't have to make." Because I, I, that's that's a conversation that I'm that would we would have to have, but currently we don't have to have. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it's just like super weird. But I do think like the fact that you have a foreskin and it makes your dick look dumber. And the fact that the inside of our cheeks aren't bite-proof are, like, my two proofs of that there's no intelligence. Like, I should not be biting the inside of my fucking lips this frequently. I'll also put, um, male nipples on there. (laughs) (laughs) They're just to break up the monotony. You know, they're just like a little flare. I don't know if you've ever had, uh, nipple chafing during exercise. Mm -hmm. It's happened to me maybe three times, and it's 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 so frustrating it just like it it's to a point where i would just hold my shirt away from my chest while i ran because like you think that you could just adjust it or something but nothing fixes it and it just and it it hurts and it shouldn't and it's so stupid and if it was just skin it would be fine (laughs) i've never had that but i have had um i've had sore wiener from too much uh, dry humping in, in my early days. Yeah. Like, I've gotten chafed. Uh, that Honestly, was not fun. that's a vote for foreskin, I would say, because you got an extra layer of protection. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. But I feel like it's toughened me up. Like, it's I want a good callus on that thing. Like, it looks <laughs> like it's been using the monkey bars. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, just got, like, it grows, like, two knuckles. <laughs> was there ever a better time to go to ratings than I want... <laughs> A, a callus on my dick like it's been on the monkey bars. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a line from if there was going to be a follow-up to to WAP called, like, <laughs> H- Had Hard-Ass Dick, that yeah. would be a line from that song. 
a really good <laughs> male empowerment song. We need one of those. There's already, there's already My Dick by what's that fucking guy's name. I mean, that's a that's a novelty song. That doesn't count. Well, Sam, Actually, I don't know. You only say that because My Dick, Rumble in the Jungle, your dick got, got touched, touched by, by your uncle. uncle. Of course. Yeah, so. <laughs> my Dick, Supersize. Your, your dick, dick looks like two fries. fries. Yeah, we both listened to that song a lot in college. You can't do this. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just reminding you. Uh, my dick, long and thick. Yo, dick stinks like shit. Doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> my dick don't fit down the chimney. Yo, dick look like a, a kid, kid from, from the, the Philippines. Philippines. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Who knows? I think if I think if if a, if a woman pulled or I guess if anybody pulled down a potential sexual partner's pants and they had a penis that looked like a kid from the Philippines, they would be like, um. Here's how you save it: you got a dick that looks like a kid from the Philippines. You're like, what do I do? She's gonna see it. She's gonna think right away that it's like a kid from the Philippines. So you take it out and you go for only seventy five cents a day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's how you swing. Oh, okay. We really, really got to wrap this one up. Zach, you just took a swing there. What do you think of that beer? Yeah, so I had Lilikoi Kipolo, uh, Belgian-style white ale from Avery Brewing. It was, I think, like, what's, I don't know if there's a name for, like, a beer. It's super mild, and I want to say it's, like, a nice session beer, but, like, it's so sweet that I really don't think I'd want to have more than like two of these it's starting to get a little cloying so i think the first one i was feeling like that i was like this is a pleasant experience second one i'm kind of powering through it it's a little too sweet for me so i think for me this is probably like a like a 6.3 like definitely still good i would not have a ton of these um i think if you are a fan of like fruitier beers like pineapple-y stuff this is definitely that if you don't mind really, really sweet stuff, I think you'll also enjoy this too. If you do, then you're absolutely going to hate this. If you don't like a sweet beer, then you're going to absolutely hate this. But I do like that stuff. So I'm fine with it, but the the kind of sweet that it is, I think is stopping it from kind of hitting that next level. I had a similar experience with mine. I had uh, Pineapple Express from Miss Billion River, uh, 7.5%. I thought it was kind of boring at first, but as I kept drinking it, I, I found that kind of... Um, the milk sugary kind of feel and a little bit of sweetness at the end there. So it made it a little more complex, but I did find it, you know, if I drank too many of these, the sugar is a little too much. The sweetness is a little too much. Um, cloying, I think was a very apt word there, Zach. Uh, I think I liked mine a little bit more than you did. So I'm going to give it a six, six. I'll recommend this. Uh, I don't want to say exactly what Zach said, but like, I don't know. You like pineapple. This does taste a lot like pineapple. So go for it. Do you not particularly like milk sugars? Then you should avoid this one. Samuel. Yeah, I had Spice Trade Brewing's Pumpkin Spice Latte. Um, as I drank it, I got more of the pumpkin spice out of it, but I didn't get any of the lactose or vanilla or coffee, the things about this that were supposed to make it interesting, as opposed to not just another pumpkin beer. And even among pumpkin beers, I don't think it was particularly good. I, I mean, I don't like pumpkin beers in the first place, and this is not one of the better ones I've had. I would give this a 2.2, and I would recommend this to the union or the, the intersection of the two sets, people who really like pumpkin beers and idiots. If you're both of those, <laughs> you might as well drink this. All right, good. Uh, what are you uh, drinking next time? Uh, well, since today was a, a piping hot 38 degrees outside, I was thinking... Something nice and spring summery, like a guava blonde. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Zach, appreciate you being on as always. Of course. Let us know if you get a sponsor for your poor child penis. I, I will. Poor child penis. Name of my band. Uh, check <laughs> us out uh, whenever there's a pandemic not on. Yeah, if you want to get updates on when the um, SoundCloud for Poor Child Penis is going live, you can email <laughs> us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday. You can comment on our links at BrewsDays.com. Don't let us keep down. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Just 75 cents a day. That's all it will take. <laughs> Bye. Catch all your tears. 
drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. Three seconds got up here about three minutes ago, like when we were doing ratings. And when you said that thing about Zach's child penis, the look on her face, man. You've never seen anyone so horrified. <laughs>